0: Speaking of rockets, something very, very exciting is happening tomorrow, uh, which is why we've moved the show this week to Tuesday and Thursday versus a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. So tomorrow at around uh, 16.33 Eastern Standard Time, a Falcon 9 uh, will will lift off from uh, the historic launch complex there in uh, Cape Canaveral, carrying a SpaceX Crew Dragon, with some very special cargo. Can you tell us about the cargo, Amin? Welcome to the last 15 minutes Safe and Amin. Join us as we talk about the stock market, the economy, the latest headlines, and our daily lives, recorded live during the last 15 minutes of the market and posted right after the closing bell. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Safe and Amin may retain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. Amin, welcome back to The Last 15 with Safe and Amin. How's it going? Uh, we've been uh, on a hiatus lately.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been
0: a while. Uh, if you can spell hiatus, I'll, I'll each transfer you like five bucks. First
1: try. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Go ahead. Go with... Uh... Is that correct? Yeah. A Y.
0: No, you already lost.
1: Hmm. To be honest,
0: I personally don't know how to spell it. I had to just uh, Google it, but it's uh, H-I-A-T-U-S. That's uh, Hotel India Alpha Tango Uniform Sierra. So uh, basically the definition of that is a pause or gap in a sequence, series or process. So there's no denying we have been on a hiatus, but you know, there, there have been exceptional circumstances, like you almost getting COVID uh, in Vancouver and then traveling back, uh, speeding tickets here and there. Isn't that also an animal? Oh, we're back. Pardon? Isn't that also an animal? Hyenas? No, no, hyena uh, is an animal. No, right. Like, like, it's Like, it's kind of like a desert dog. Yeah. But what a beautiful day for us to return to the podcast.
1: The market so has gone uh, bananas.
0: I'm looking at the indices right now. The Dow is up uh, almost 3%. S&P is up 1.3%. Uh, is it above 3,000? I don't think it's above 3,000 anymore. It's just under. It's um, at uh, 2,994. And the NASDAQ, the tech-heavy NASDAQ, I think is is only up about 0.2%. So not as much as the other ones, uh, but uh, still up significantly. And the VIX up less than a percent, still around 28 uh, but what, what a day. Uh, I mean, uh, just looking at the market top movers here, it's uh, United Airlines, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian Cruises uh, on the S&P, NASDAQ, United, American, com, Hasbro, and Win Resorts. Uh, it's, it seems to be like all the uh, travel and hospitality stocks.
1: What are your thoughts? Uh, in my books, it's, it's overvalued for sure, the market overall. Uh, I'll go back and say that you can perhaps pick a few stocks and you might might find value in a few of them. Uh, Just be careful with that. But uh, I I was shocked when I saw the futures last night. They were up uh, a little over 1.5%, and then it opened closer to 2% today. Um, At the start, I I believe there is almost nothing green on my watch list, Uh, nothing in the red, which is, I don't know.
0: So at the bell, there was about four tickers that I could see uh, that were red. But what's funny is yesterday, the U.S. stock market was closed, but the futures were obviously trading.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And while the market was closed during the day, the futures were still up tremendously, 2% at least.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know where we go from here. Um how much upside? Well, we have. there's only
0: w- one way to go. I mean, we're <laughs> we're testing a very significant level here. If if we can get past the three thousand level, uh, I don't see what can stop us from uh, going higher and higher into the summer, potentially early fall, until this uh, predicted second wave of uh, COVID hits us. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's look at the graph here. So in theory, um, well, there, there's there's support at two hundred eighty-two, right? Uh, but then at, at 300 or 3000, there isn't much. It just keeps going up.
0: Exactly. I like to call that the uh, blue sky theory. When there's blue skies ahead, <laughs> things tend to just uh, rocket up without any weather. Speaking of rockets, something very, very exciting is happening tomorrow, uh, which is why we've moved the show this week to. Tuesday and Thursday versus a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. So tomorrow at around 16:33 uh, Eastern Standard Time, a Falcon 9 uh, will lift off from uh, the historic launch complex there in uh, Cape Canaveral, carrying a SpaceX Crew Dragon with some very special cargo. Can you tell us about the cargo? I mean,
1: uh, I cannot tell you about the cargo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh stop it okay okay i'll I'll tell us it's going to be the first manned space flight from u.s soil to the international space station since the retirement of uh the space shuttle atlantis uh back in 2011. i don't i don't uh, know if you remember watching sds-135 that was the last space shuttle mission I remember back in the day, I, I I think I watched almost every second of that last mission uh, as wow. it was live-streamed on NASA. The internet wasn't very good back then. I'm pretty sure I was using my neighbors, too. <laughs> uh, but I watched the wake-up calls. I watched the launch. I watched the landing. Uh, there's actually a great compilation uh, video on Facebook of that.
1: Who's, uh, who's the lucky yeah. man?
0: So, actually, one of the astronauts was the... Uh, Mission Commander on STS-135. And uh, I don't believe the other one. Let's uh, just have a quick look here. If you can hear me typing, I'm just giving it a quick Google search. So Doug Hurley was, was the uh, shuttle commander, STS-135. Mm-hmm. And the other gentleman, his name is me at I, I just watched an interview with him, actually. Cool stuff. Uh, Bob Benkin. So, uh, two great guys uh, will remake history, I guess. But back to Facebook, another all-time high today.
1: Yeah, I mean, do I have regrets on Facebook and not buying it the 140s, 150s? Yes, it's such a great company. Um, How much upside does that have from here? I mean, yeah. What's, it's a $660 billion market cap company, perhaps another 20% upside from here.
0: So I do remember, I think it was in Q3 of 2018 when Facebook did that huge dip from the 215 down to like the 170s and then down to the 140s. I, I did purchase some shares that around 162 I actually ended up selling those uh, for around a $600 loss eventually, <laughs> just due to being impatient. So yeah, uh, as you can imagine, how I
1: feel. I did something similar, um, but I bought. I I I sold it almost break even because you know it was very painful just to watch it go down, and then as soon as it recovered slowly, it got off, got got out right. So, um, but yeah, solid company, man. Um, it, I mean, when they announced their earnings uh, for Q1, um, they outperformed uh, just like Twitter did um, in terms of everyone's that, home. That, yeah. I mean, there's been less marketing spent, but uh, not as much as the street expected. Do
0: you, do you think they've been as affected uh, in their advertising uh,
1: revenue as
0: Google, for example? Um, uh, well, I, do you think Facebook slash Instagram advertising caters towards a different audience than Google?
1: I mean, I'm just trying to think because, like, if some if people are spending more time at home and they're on their phones, they'll be on apps like Facebook and Instagram, just you know, killing time, scrolling and whatnot. So perhaps they're seeing more ads there, and maybe advertiser advertisers advertisers are seeing more engagement there. Um, but the cost per click also did go down, so um, that's been more attractive for them. But compared to what, I mean, I forget how Google did, but I don't think their search business was um, affected that much, I believe, in their earnings call.
0: Well, I mean, I, I would expect people to, do, to be doing a lot more online shopping and how they eventually get to, to those products is probably through ads. So that that, that would make sense. But... Even with the current rally, I think that there's some things that are not currently baked in. So um, I, I think uh, I was watching CNBC today and uh, Stephen Ross was on saying he expects a flood of retail bankruptcies uh, because of the pandemic. And we, we, saw, we saw a huge bankruptcy uh, the end of last week towards this weekend, towards the beginning of this week, towards today.
1: Uh, Hertz, yep. the car rental
0: company, has uh, decided to uh, call it a day. Yeah, I
1: mean they're they're older than a century now. I think it's 106 years old or 107 years old. They are they have 14 billion dollars in debt and one billion dollars in cash. With how, how many billions of dollars of assets do you have? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean uh, I,
0: depreciating assets, right? But
1: uh, I, so. I don't understand the business model fully, but I'm pretty sure that those cars are leased um, or in some sort of contract. They don't buy them out, right? So uh, perhaps that's why they're, they're having issues from the cash flow side. So money's not coming in from the rentals. People actually getting wanting to, you know, rent cars, so they can't meet their obligations. That's why their debt is very significant, and they can't, you know. Um, because can, there's no cash cash flow to you know service the that. So uh,
0: do you think um, just you know let, let's just compare it to to ISIS? Oh my god! In Iraq, so th- there was a power vacuum obviously created, which which allowed ISIS to move in and take hold. Uh, you know, back in twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, whenever that was. Do you think after this is over, there's going to be a rental car vacuum uh, created by uh, Hertz' departure from the industry? With people really not wanting to do any ride-sharing, they're they're probably more likely to rent a car that's been well-cleaned and you know taken care of, but now they don't even have that option. So it, it, do you think another player is going to come into the market, or do you think one of the pre-existing players is going to up their game?
1: I mean, Hertz is going to still there. It's not like they're gonna if they declare bankruptcy, uh well they're they're filing for bankruptcy protection protection. They're selling their cars, dude. Yeah, but the company I don't think the company's gonna disappear perhaps. Um you know, because but the the debtors have took have taken control well they'll eventually take control over the company. Um at a loss or or not, but um there might be some consolidation in that industry. Um there's already been maybe three or four major players there, but you might see two or three or maybe just the one big one and then just two or three smaller ones. Um, you,
0: you think this is giving uh, Uber an opportunity to move into that space or you don't think Uber is interested in that kind of uh, business?
1: No, no. U- Uber would not be interested in that kind of business. Um, uh, so the whole, the whole focus for Uber is to move uh, you know, into driverless cars. That's the ultimate goal. So the, the quicker they can get there, the more... Uh, well, there's a the race, right, to getting there. And if, if they're late um, and they're behind by a year or two, that's going to be a huge impact on their business. Uh, because ima- imagine... So uh, I did see... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I mean, Imagine having all those cars in the road available at all times and people willing you know, to buy the cars or finance them and then have them on the road um, on the Uber network uh, just generating income, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone and their grandma pretty much Ubers everywhere. I'm almost convinced that Lyft is going to be uh, completely acquired by Uber. But I did see that uh, Uber has let go of another 6,000 employees in India, actually. Do you know by any chance if uh, Uber operates rickshaws in India? Can you order a rickshaw? (laughs)
1: Um, I wouldn't be surprised because when I was in Thailand... um, There was another company, I think it was called Grab. Um, I think it's called Grab, yeah. And you can order, you know, um, TikTok, uh, not TikTok. What's it? I think it's called TikTok, right? I
0: I think so, yeah. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok,
1: yeah. I think it's TikTok. Oh, my God. I can't believe it said TikTok. Um,
0: You know what uh, TikTok reminds me of? Uh, shakshuka. I, I recently found out about this recipe. I may be actually making oh, it for dinner. That sounds so good. The name and hopefully the recipe. Shakshuka. <laughs> are you familiar? Yeah, is
1: that the eggs and tomatoes?
0: Uh, it's made with eggs and tomatoes. I do need to procure some tomatoes right. though. But, anyways, uh, beside that point, back to what Stephen Ross was saying, uh, which kind of touches on one of our episodes previously. So he said, uh, a lot of these bankruptcies uh, obviously is going to affect malls shopping centers, uh, and this is obviously going to affect uh, commercial real estate, which you didn't agree with last week. What do you have to say about that?
1: Well, I never said that it, commercial real estate is not going to take it uh, a hit I obviously did um, uh, you know you can all, you can see in the reads right on the markets they're down close to seventy in some cases close to ninety percent but What I'm trying to say is that they're going to slowly start to pick up and um, um, I mean, I'm holding uh, SRG, which is essentially a REIT for um, you know, malls and whatnot and shopping centers. And um, my bet is that over the medium term, things are going to recover to a point where um, the discounted price is going to perhaps seem undervalued relative where it can be in a year or two from now. People are going to still want to shop and go out.
0: But are they going to want to shop until they drop? <laughs> That's the real no, I real mean,
1: can, can you yeah. think
0: of what the holiday shopping season is going to look like?
1: Well, December?
0: Especially if we get a second wave
1: in the fall. Should we be buying Amazon uh, right now? Uh, in my opinion, I found Amazon to be expensive all the way when, I mean, since it was $1,000 and I've missed on that opportunity ever since. And I don't think I'll be a buyer. You also
0: found Shopify expensive at 75 So who, who are you to find uh, Amazon expensive at uh,
1: $2,000? You've been wrong. Well, I've been in and out of Shopify because every time they...
0: You've proven that you are unable to value these companies.
1: Uh, that is correct. Uh, I believe that there are solid companies um, with a lot of growth potential, but I can't put a price on them. So there's two there's two things, right? One, there, you you gotta be able to identify two things. One, it is strong a strong company with a strong brand, a strong moat, um, solid cash flow, a lot of growth potential. Um, you know, uh, with, with distinct uh, um, something that makes them distinct from their competition. Um, and an in industry, again, that's able to grow. But then after you identify all these things and make sure that they have good management, then um, you want to know what at what price you're willing to pay for that business, right? So I'm a huge fan of Shopify, but is Shopify a buy for me at 1100 I don't know. It almost seems expensive, but there's a lot of upside for them too. So
0: Would you potentially... To just hypothetically here, explore some leaps around no. Shopify uh, for for a lower capital no. exposure and the same control really over closed. shares. Okay. So uh, just back to SpaceX briefly before the market closes, we're about a couple seconds. Uh, the market just closed, actually. So it seems like the Dow uh, has finished up uh, 500 points, uh, up about 2%. The S&P 500 up about 1.2%. And the uh, tech heavy NASDAQ still about 0.15%. Uh, uh,
1: so uh, we've uh, closed uh, tremendously green. Yep. Um, I mean, when the market was up almost 2%, I, I didn't think we'd close in the red. Uh, I mean, worst case would be around flat. That, that, that'd be actually very... You
0: know, you know what's funny though? I, I have all these bio stocks on a watch list, and the majority of them were red today, especially mm-hmm. mRNA, which has been you know, a leader in the around. vaccine. I think it's down over ten percent today.
1: Yeah, um, I mean the the good thing is that the Russell two thousand is up uh, a little over three percent today, uh, and and that has a lot of small cap companies. So it's it's good to see them recover. Um, a lot of these companies are not able to go to the market, uh, public markets, and raise more debt. Uh, they have they're usually more volatile and they can't survive you know uh, downturns.
0: Right, the Russell two thousand. I mean, it's up three percent today, but it's probably like still down over forty percent on the decade. No, no,
1: no. Let, let Let me take a look. So, um, on the what, on the well, one year chart, obviously. So the high for the year, for the twelve months, um, is seventeen hundred, approximately seventeen hundred, and we're we're close to fourteen hundred right now. Oh,
0: so down about. or so. uh, It's pretty good. Okay, and uh, I just did want to go back to SpaceX briefly and uh, touch back on SpaceX. I know we've we've talked about this before on the pod, uh, if SpaceX was to go public. So uh, recently, SpaceX was looking to raise about $500 million uh, back in March and they were able to raise more than $567 million without a problem. And actually, that puts their valuation around $36 billion, uh, making SpaceX one of the most valuable pre-IPO companies in the world. Do you wish you could own some SpaceX the way it's going? I mean, let's wait until the launch tomorrow, but making uh, access to the orbit much, much easier. Do you think there's going to be a market there? Would you want to own some SpaceX? Uh, I
1: would. I would have no idea how to value SpaceX but since you mentioned that number it's the first thing that came to my mind was you know what 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 else can you get for that for that amount you can get a something useless like a snapchat a pinterest um uh, uh pinterest or uh i guess uh, what's the other one we uh, were we work uh we worked that I mean that, that, that just just think about it that's 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 insane That's insane Um, And you could argue that all of these businesses, um, you know, in 10 years may no longer exist because there's there's a lot of competition and they're just draining cash, right? Uh, They're burning cash. Whereas with SpaceX, there's actually a a path to making significant amount of profit. um, And there isn't really much competition. Well, perhaps there's no competition. I mean, I know there's a a small startup out out of New Zealand where they... uh, they specialize in like uh, uh, uh lightweight i guess is that what they call them um, well light, i light think
0: uh, i mean bezos is uh, blue origin and uh, virgin galactic are probably the other competition but obviously like with tesla and yeah. the automakers they're, they're nowhere they're close ahead to of, they're
1: they're ahead of the game i mean uh, no other country or company can compete at this point
0: so just do you, do you think if SpaceX was to IPO just off of Wall Street bets, traders alone, do you think it would rally in the first few days, uh, thousands of percent <laughs> no. uh, over the IPO price? I really think that could happen. It will literally go to the moon. No, I, do see why I, I would couldn't... say the
1: net worth of everything. Well, the net worth of Wall Street betters combined is probably less than. Well, how many how many how many users do we have on there? A million
0: there's more than a million users they almost banned us man
1: yeah let's say about about a hundred about a hundred million between all these million people
0: okay that's fair but i mean
1: they could cause some options activity that could drive this yeah it's not much though um have have you seen the, the latest post that i shared with you on uh instagram
0: so, sorry to interrupt. We're getting some breaking news across the wire now. LATAM Airlines, the largest airline in Latin America, has filed for bankruptcy.
1: Who? Wow. The LATAM Dude, Airlines. This news is from yesterday or this morning.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my, my headlines must be delayed. <laughs>
1: hey, at least I got well, the hurt. Well, at okay? least we can talk about the airlines uh, today.
0: Uh The airlines. Why do we even want to talk about the airlines? Up, uh, double digits. Uh, I woke up this morning. I saw the market was green. I immediately closed my American Airlines position. It's getting way too close for comfort. As, as June approaches, the bookings, uh, the, the outlook on the economy, I think American Airlines may be a, a, at a real risk of going of under. Um. Well, wow! I wasn't expecting to just agree like that.
1: But okay. <laughs> I mean, oh wow! They're at eleven bucks right now, but uh, they're up f- almost fifteen percent today. But um, yeah, American okay. Airlines and Save are at the most risk. Um, that's why you can collect a significant premium um, selling uh, contracts on them. But right? Um, uh, the safest one is uh, perhaps Southwest Airlines, and what I like about them that they own
0: that's technology.
1: and um so they're they only fly in uh, fly locally um, they may have expanded but as far as i know the the bulk of their operation is local um and i don't see the international borders open, opening up anytime soon uh or i don't see people traveling internationally anytime soon but locally perhaps that's going to be um well, people are gonna travel locally first before they travel internationally, right? All, all the businesses, conferences, uh, as they start opening up. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, they only own uh, Boeing aircrafts, and I think they're all seven three seven.
0: They are all beautiful 737s, and they have a huge order right. for the 737 Max, which is currently- So that planned. makes
1: the business much, much simpler. Uh, well, it, it makes the, the, the cost of maintenance much lower, right? Um, uh in terms of you know hiring or laying off pilots or staff you could just train them on one model um so it, i mean in terms of growth it's not the best i mean it's not the best prospect for if we're i mean if we're back in 2019 it perhaps wouldn't be my favorite airline but going through this they're one of the safest airlines to own
0: yeah, I would definitely say that love is probably comparable to uh, EasyJet uh, over there in Europe, and I, and I think with uh, Spain and Italy and Croatia opening up a lot of their beaches and a lot of the tourist destinations, EasyJet is uh, an easy fifty uh, percent uh, from here, I think in profit. Right. Easy, eh? <laughs> that easy. Well, there's volatility in both directions, 100%. as we know. But if you're not going to take these risks, uh, then invest in uh, SPY and sit down. Okay. Do, do you think uh, – bu- I think Delta is actually higher than Buffett's uh, selling price. Do you think he's uh, maybe, you know,
1: sneaking nope, his way out? not at all. Um, I mean, what's a few billion dollars loss for him? The, the whole – his position in the airlines wasn't that significant, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's not like he was selling Apple or something where he owns, what, $65 billion worth?
0: And I think Apple is opening up about 100 more stores That's in correct. the States this week, uh, focusing on curbside pickup. So the picture is looking really good for Apple. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, the new iPhone release. I was slightly disappointed with the new uh, MacBook Pro coming out. It was not 14 inches, so...
1: When was that released?
0: The uh, the new 13-inch MacBook Pro uh, with the new Magic Keyboard, non-butterfly, and uh, some huge uh, updates to the processor was released about uh, two weeks oh, ago. Oh, really? Uh, wow. People love it.
1: I've had one oh, yeah. since 2013. I doubt any gadget ha- has survived that long with me
0: before. Absolutely. My, my MacBook Pro is a uh, late 2013 model as well, which I purchased from Apple refurbished in 2015. Works like it's brand new.
1: Yeah. So I think it, that cost me, what, uh, 150 bucks a year over seven years.
0: It definitely has added a lot of uh, value to your life. You've used it to create that ETF course that we keep bringing up uh, on the pod here, uh, but it's not
1: quite ready yet. For uh, not yet. I would say it's 65% or 70% complete. The content is there, right? It's about put it, pack it, packaging it in a way that's easy to swallow.
0: Yeah, the, the content is there. Right
1: <laughs> it's there on paper, yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, where, where do we go from here? Uh, what are you expecting the markets to do uh,
1: later on in the week? Um, uh, uh, I would expect it to close around three or thousands or slightly below three thousand. But if, it, if it's up another two percent today, that would be I'll be mind blown. Uh, I mean, I did not expect today, but you know, it, it it's crazy. Like I I I get up in the morning. And it's like it's up two three percent. We're approaching, I mean, at some point, it's, it's almost, you, you, you can almost believe that it could perhaps break all-time highs again.
0: So, uh, basically, what I've done, because I have a theory, is I've purchased this app uh, called Dalio. It's around $7 on the Apple App Store. It allows you to track your mood <laughs> uh, and the associated activities along with it. Well worth it. I find, uh, just looking at the data here, that on days that the market makes extreme moves in either direction, I'm very excited because I figured either I'm uh, entering short put positions or I'm closing short put positions for massive profits. Do you think it's dangerous here uh, to, to relate our mental health to the market? Because we, we were pretty down on Monday,
1: I have to admit. right? I was down, the market was closed. <laughs> Um, I think you need a new hobby, my friend. That's what you need.
0: I 100% agree with you. Last15pot at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, obviously, I hope you guys uh, love the market so we continue listening to the podcast. Shout out to our nine estimated audience. Uh, we'll keep bringing this content for you guys.
1: See you on, is it Wednesday or Thursday? We'll, we'll see you on Friday?
0: Fine, we'll see you
1: Friday, <laughs> Take too. Take care.
0: And best of luck to the, the uh, SpaceX astronauts tomorrow. I just just want to wish them, uh, I guess. What do, what do you wish uh, space travelers? Uh, you wish them good luck. Fair winds and calm seas? Blue, blue. skies? <laughs> it's, it's I guess it doesn't matter. I, you, good ignition dark right? skies, is, is what okay.
1: I say. It is, it's dark skies. Or maybe shiny, shiny, shiny stars? I don't know.
0: We'll figure it out. All right, we'll talk to you guys uh, Thursday.